friend of mine was asking me about a story I wrote called Guinevere's Lovers. It uh, appeared in the Red Dress Night. It's one of the stories that, that uh, was actually is a secret passion of mine of, of the type of stuff that I like to read occasionally. Uh, Arthurian type of romances about King Arthur and his knights, legends of Charlemagne, matters of Rome. And I am a romantic at heart, but I'll deny it if, if anybody were to say that I said that. But uh, Guinevere's Lovers is the only story that I wrote that fell in this category. And it came out uh, on Audible shortly after Red Dress Night was released in book format. And Lou Del Bianco uh, narrated this story, all the stories in Red Dress Night. But during production, I remember sending him a message after le listening to uh, Guinevere's Lovers, and I told him that this is the reason that I hired him to narrate my books. It's a short story. It's about probably about 13 minutes long. I'm going to divide it up into uh, uh, two or three different episodes for you to listen to. Uh, but you can find the book on Amazon, Red Dress Night, or Audible, Red Dress Night, same thing, on Audible. And if you like it, leave a comment. If you want it, well, you know what to do. Here it is, Guinevere's Lovers. Guinevere's Lovers he will kill you, she whispers. The ancient stone walls hide her words, capturing her rapid breath sounds, and I pray, concealing my pounding heart. Through a narrow cleft I can see him pacing, pacing endlessly. Across the great chamber the king's guardians, in contradiction to his incessant wandering, stand motionless, one stationed on each side of the veranda's entryway. There are no suggestions that her words have revealed our hiding place. Her trembling hand falls upon my shoulder. Looking to her, I can only detect the contours of her face, the darkness of the small antechamber so thick it presses against her skin. She speaks again. Fearing he will hear this time, I place my fingers upon her lips, shaking my head. Struggling to restrain my quavering hand, but failing to do so, I quickly retreat. She must not share my fear, although he will cause her no harm. This despot of nature, who has murdered so many, melts in her presence like a hoary waxed candle. Patient, I pray she hears my thoughts. He will soon depart. Battlegrounds beckon his royal presence. From the king's chamber a disturbance pierces my heart. Soldiers have burst into the room, their cumbrous armor clanging loudly with each stride, resounding from wall to wall. Medrot addresses the king, his hurried words muffled by my hidden sanctuary. In the antechamber our breathing has become one. We wait. Moments later, the king, flanked by the soldiers and my brother, at last set off. "'You must go now,' I whisper, still fearing detection. He will bring you no harm. You are his wife. And you are his son. She speaks as if no other could hear. He will kill you. 